the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, so uh, the president had this to say about the illegals coming across the border. There you go. I got to go. I go absolutely. I go. I go for that. I'm, I'm all about such a fighter for America. Yeah, he's doing good. Doing good stuff for us. All right. So in Forest City, I guess. I, I guess they consider uh, that they are not part of the great state of Arkansas. Because the great state of Arkansas, at least the, I think the majority now of the state, especially after we had that uh, specific uh, uh, breakdown of the uh, the circuit court saying that, hey, look, carrying a firearm is under the Arkansas and the federal constitution legal. Exactly. You That's know? a recent case, TAP and, case. And that, that was it, it an doesn't... offshoot of they were doing a thing about uh, – um, you know, gathering, uh, you know, in, in, from an investigation, they said, well, you can't do that. You can't stop somebody because they're just wearing a gun because unless they're getting ready to shoot somebody with mm-hmm. it. You it, have it, to it, prove yeah. malicious intent. That's yeah, be, be and, in, now, the Forest City chief said just having bullets, or was it the mayor? A bullet in the chamber. Chamber was mm-hmm. malicious intent. Is right. evidence of malicious intent or something? That, that, that means I, all of us in this state are criminals so, who carry so, their gun with a bullet in the yeah. chamber, so, which is... So they don't do real good without a bullet in the chamber. So, so if a cop is carrying <laughs> a loaded firearm with a... Oh, but they, 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 oh, they get to okay. make their own laws. Oh, yeah, okay. But, so if you're in Forest so City, you, police so department. So if you're a member of government, then there's, yes. no, there's, uh, there's no criminal intent. Right. Just by having loaded weapons. But, you know, did I... I miss something in my history. Okay, so we what we need to do, we need to we're gonna talk this hour about a case inventing criminal statutes that actually don't exist. We're going to have to fight them. And this case, unless the city drops the charges, we'll go to court. And we will win. Unless the court system is corrupt, which is not unheard of in this state, but it will win at the appellate level because we've already had a case similar to yep. this that was just recently uh, decided and ruled. Uh, that I'm going to comment on this, Jim. Yes, unless they're corrupt. I mean, there are con- some concerns on that. We, you know, we we've just started a 501c4 nonprofit um, called Arkansas Liberty Coalition, and we weren't going to roll it out yet. And that's who we're accepting the donations for, right? Um, on, on behalf of Mr. Chadwick, but we did a FOIA request of the police department in writing the right way. It's not our first rodeo. And they answered it by saying that it was an active investigation and they did not have to respond to our FOIA. So when Boy, I wish I had here, Robert Steinbach right now. He'd give him, to, give him hell about that. But that's all right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, and Mr. Chadwick was literally, on November 1st, buying candy for his kids in Dollar General. Mm-hmm. And he was harassed for carrying a weapon. I mean, it's that simple. He was doing nothing. He was buying candy for his kids. And now, because that agency realizes that they've made a mistake, they're trying to come up with or invent excuses for charging him with malicious intent. And so they've, we, we've heard. Now, I called. Let me just clarify. I called the Forest City Police Department today 
told them who I was and that I wanted to talk with their police chief or the assistant chief or anyone who can represent their agency. I also called the city attorney's office and left a message with the city attorney, Alan Klein, and asked for, I want to know, are you going to represent the city in this case? And on what grounds? What statute did this man violate? And I am told that you're planning to try to say that because he had a bullet in the chamber of his firearm that he had malicious intent. Now, where in Arkansas law does it say that you can't have a bullet in the chamber of your firearm or you have malicious intent? I want to I want to touch on that. It, it's it's so sad that it's funny. They actually charged him with violating five seventy three one twenty one, which is which, was, which is a knife statute that was repealed around eight years ago. But so apparently um, they don't know that it's been repealed. No, no, the knife statute wasn't even a gun statute. It was they, they were they were they mistaken. Wrote the wrong statute down and they and they said carrying a weapon five seventy three one twenty one. Uh, so they were incorrect on what they charged him with. And let's go even deeper than this. On their city Facebook page, on a routine basis, they advertise for concealed carry classes that officers are giving there at Four City. So they're using, they using so they're using a public yeah, but, page for for um, a city, personal gain? a city police page, and they're doing it because police officers are making money off of the false narrative that you must have a license to carry a gun in this state. You do not have to have a license to carry a gun open or concealed in this state. And any instructor, prosecutor, law enforcement officer who tells you otherwise is either a liar or they are intentionally trying to deceive you for monetary reasons. And neither is acceptable. And it is time in this state that we stop this behavior and that citizens stand up and fight back. Let's go. Let's go deeper than that, Jan. This is criminal. You cannot make money from your position. But and, they, and they are. are but they're doing they it. Are. They're doing it, and that's actually a violation of state law. They can't do it, but they're doing it anyway. Um, and then they're, they're intimidating citizens into purchasing this permission slip from the officers that are telling them they must have it or they're going to get cited. Right. Um, that's corruption. That cannot stand. We cannot let this stand. So I guess I need to I guess I need to make a trip to a Forest City wearing my H and K VP nine openly on my hip riding my Harley through town. I need I need to pay a visit to that city because I have concealed carry insurance, which means I have lawyers who are chomping at the bit the, the, to the, make an example of these people. The, the problem is that that they probably won't bother you. But they don't know. No law enforcement officer has ever bothered me, and I travel all over this state open carrying. And if I see an officer, I walk up to the officer and say, hey, sir, I just want to thank you for what you guys are doing out there. You you don't get paid near enough, and we appreciate the sacrifices you make to keep us safe. That, you know, I do that intentionally, number one, to let officers know I respect their authority. I respect people in law enforcement. I'm very pro-law enforcement, but I'm not in support of law enforcement that is corrupt. And when you use your agency for monetary reasons, for individual citizens who work for that agency selling a lie to the people, that is the epitome of corruption. And this yes. is obviously a, a point of emphasis for 4CPD. Um, it was about three weeks prior to this, he was stopped while carrying in the food giant grocery store, and they also told him he had to have a permit to carry open or concealed. Um, <laughs> he made his complaint with the police department at that time, and they said they would address it. Well, you know, he gets stopped three weeks later, inside a store and they say hey you've got to have a so they're they're obviously preaching this to their officers this is not just some random officer this is this is targeted they're doing it intentionally and this has to stop okay can i just say something i am calling 
on our attorney general, our Republican attorney general of this state. And I am calling on our Republican governor of this state to please step up to the plate and tell and tell every single law enforcement agency and prosecuting attorney what that we are a constitutional carry state and what exactly that means so that our citizens don't have to go through that. We actually have now Jonathan Chadwick on the phone, yep. who is the citizen at the core of this case. He's with us right now. Jonathan, how are you? Uh, I'm doing all right, I guess. How are you guys doing? Okay, a little stressed right now, I can only imagine. Yeah, a little bit. Can you tell us exactly what went down, Jonathan, just so that we can hear it from you? Well, uh, a couple of months ago, I had gone into um, a local grocery store, Food Giant. To uh, I brought my girlfriend with me, was showing her that they have a little office area where you can pay local utility bills. And uh, I, I saw that, you know, I was trying to show her where that was, and there was an off-duty officer working security there. And he stopped me and he flagged me down. I said, hey, man, come here for a second. I said, hey, what's up, man? He said, uh, you got your permit on you? I said, what permit? He said, for that. And I'm like, what, my gun? because I was open carrying it. And uh, he said, uh, yeah, he, he concealed carry permit. You got, you got one? I said, uh, I don't have one. It's, it's open carry. You don't need a permit for open carry. And he said, uh, that's just certain places. Said, certain places? He said, certain places. I said, what certain places? He said, certain places. I said, but you can't tell me what certain places? And he said, well, look, I'm, I'm going to give you a chance. Let you go put it back in your vehicle. And I don't want you to see, I don't want to see you bring it in here or Walmart or anywhere else around here anymore. I understand me? And I'm just go. Okay. And I turned around and grabbed my girlfriend. I was like, you already seen where the thing is at, so let's get out of here. And we left. Well, Halloween Halloween night, we, uh, well, they, they moved Halloween, the, the local, you know, what, uh, you know, the proper hours for trick-or-treating and stuff were up a day because it was raining. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to rain on Halloween night. And uh, she took a little guy out, and he, uh, he's, uh, he's actually turning three next week. And uh, she made it about halfway down a block before he had a complete meltdown, and she had to bring him home. So once we got him calmed down and ready to go back out and everything, it was getting close to being time for it to end, and a lot of people had already stopped apparently, and because it was about I don't know, I think it was I think it was about eight thirty or so at this point, and uh, or seven thirty maybe, and uh, a lot of people had already stopped, so we only managed to hit a couple of houses and. A lot of people had stopped giving out candy and stuff, so I decided I was going to go today after Halloween when everybody marks all the candy down, buy a whole big bag of it, and you know, at the Dollar General store, out. right? Uh, at, at Fred's. Fred's, okay. Uh, actually, Fred's Super Dollar. Okay. Because well, I'd actually gone by Walmart, but they had been raided. They all their Halloween candy <laughs> was apparently gone. The that was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I understand, man. I'm I'm a big fan of Fatter Day too. It's the <laughs> year and they're the best holiday we got. So you go in to buy candy for your kid, and what happens? And, um, I walk in the door. Uh, we'd actually um, we'd, we'd gone and picked him up from the babysitter, and a friend of hers was there, was needing to go by Walmart for something. I'm like, well, I want to go check for candy, so come on, ride with us. We went by Walmart, and Walmart was cleared, like I said. So we went by Fred's, because Fred's is, for some reason, that store just doesn't get hit a whole lot. And they, I figured they would. Have, they usually had, tend to have the after-Christmas stuff longer and after, thing, you know, after holiday. Okay, right. so let's get to the point. And well, I go there, sorry, and I walk in the door, and that same off-duty officer is working security over at Fred's this day. And as I walk in the door, he says, hey, hey, man, come here for a minute. Let me talk to you. And I walk up to him. I'm, I'm just expecting it, you know. And I walk up to him, and he said, you got your permit on you? I said, we've already had this conversation. 
He said, you're, you're right, we have. I said, and, uh, I believe Sergeant Fault, I had gone and talked to an officer at the department after that incident. I said, I uh, believe he said he was going to set you right on, you know, have a talk with you about what the law was and what, you know, and he said, I, I don't care, man, you can't have it in here. I was like, do what now? He said, you, he said, you can't have it in here. You got you to go put it in your car or you got to leave. And I'm like, all right, all right then. So I, I called for a city police department and uh, asked if they could send an officer out because I was being harassed by the security guard. But you did leave the store at that point, right? Yeah, as I, was, I called for a city PD while I was standing there. Mm-hmm. And I walk back to the door and I look and there's no signs that say anything about it. And I'm, I'm standing in the doorway mentioning that to him. I call Fred's. I stepped out the door. I call Fred's corporate, try to get, you know, somebody there to say that, you know, whether or not this is some sort of a store policy or something. Officers come pulling up, ended up with six officers there uh, in very short time, and uh, which is not surprising. But uh, the lieutenant, which I didn't know, didn't realize at the time he was a lieutenant, but the lieutenant, the second officer that pulled up, when he when he pulled up, he asked me what was going on. And I was explaining it to him. He said, yeah, "Can I see your gun for a second? And I said, "I said sure. You know, I'm, I'm compliant with law enforcement." And I unholstered it, and I hand, as I'm handing it to him, I said, "Just wanted to warn you, it, it's live." Yeah, and, here, uh, here, here we go. Oh. This is the story. This is the Barney Fife part of the story. Go ahead. <laughs> he goes, "Oh," and he uh, he pops the clip out and unchambers the round. He says, so, so here's what's going to, here's what's going to go down. Let me tell you what we're going to do. He said, I'm taking your gun. And at that point, I'm just like, what? Illegal confiscation. I, I call, I call because this officer, this who is off duty is harassing me, telling me I can't do something that is well within the law. It's not the first time he's done it. And you're confiscating my property. Okay. Can you explain to me why? And he, he tells me, he said, uh, he said, "See, if it, he said, if you didn't have one in the chamber, I'd, I'd let you go. Let you put it back in your car. Go do whatever you want to do." He said, "But because you got one in the chamber, that shows intent to kill." He said, "So I'm, I'm, we're confiscating your firearm and, we- I'm sorry, he said confiscating your weapon, and uh, citing you for carrying a weapon." And uh, yeah, citing you for carrying a weapon, and because you had a bullet in the chamber, you're charged with malicious intent. You know, this is uh, this is this is absolutely outrageous that this is happening in the state of arkansas i i'm just but but once again once again it's not up to that officer to create or to interpret the law we now have case precedent at the appellate level on on this very issue so my my point is this we're going to fight this and uh hopefully the police chief will grow a set and call in and answer to the media and an answer to the FOIA request because, yes, he can continue to delay answering those until the trial and say it's currently under investigation. But that is abusing a privilege that police have because you might expect that if this was a murder investigation and there were a lot of players involved and there's a lot of investigating that has to take place. But this is simply a gun confiscated from a law abiding citizen. All right, we got to get a break in. Let's do that. We'll come back. We'll talk further about this and uh, give you more information because that's what I want you to do. Plus, we'll give you a place to uh, go to make a donation. All right, back with you. We've got about a minute and 20 seconds before we got to have news. So, guys that are on the phone, if 
You know, do, do we need Mr. Chadwick anymore? We, we got no, the story. No, we're, we're through with Mr. Chadwick, and just know that okay. there is a, an organization you can donate to who is paying for the attorney to represent him, and that is America uh, Arkansas Liberty Coalition. They are a nonprofit organization. They have their what's five hundred one C three whatever it is you have four, to have. I think. Yeah, but okay. they have that, and you can find them on Facebook, Arkansas Liberty Coalition. They're going to take care of his attorney's fees yeah, because so we know we're going to win. In when we come there. back, Robert Steinbach has just walked in. And we've got a FOIA question. Are you going to let him sit next to me, or should we have somebody between oh, us? Because, no, you know, I can bring him in. <laughs> I want to talk FOIA with him because we got people denying sending out government things. That oh, I'm looking at him. He's already he's he's chomping at the bit. He can't wait to start talking about this. So we got a lot of things to talk about when we get back. Uh, it's all going on in Forest City. You got to know that uh, they have their own laws enforced, it. <laughs> and it's the ones that they say are the law. And don't you be crossing them. You do, going to get in trouble. Well, let's see if we can diffuse that. Okay, we'll just try to do that. We'll tell you where to send your money to as well. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. News is next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 